It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is 1050 AM, KCAA, Loma Linda, and 106.5 FM, Yukaipa. NBC News Radio, I'm Brian Shook. NASA's most sophisticated rover Perseverance has landed safely on the surface of Mars. The rover originally launched from Cape Canaveral, Florida at the end of July. Perseverance becomes NASA's fifth rover to make it safely to the Red Planet. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is signing a major federal disaster declaration request following water issues across the state. Abbott says the request, if signed, will help Texans apply for FEMA money. That individual assistance will assist them with funding to restore damage to their homes to the extent that it is not covered by private insurance. Multiple pipes have burst after freezing temperatures caused power issues across Texas. Republican Senator Ted Cruz is back in Texas after a controversial trip to Cancun. Cruz accompanied his family to the Mexican resort while his state is being hammered by a severe weather crisis. His trip provoked a fierce backlash on social media as many Texans struggle for warmth, water, and food. Cruz explained that he was just trying to be a good dad by escorting his daughters on an impromptu trip to Cancun before returning turning to Texas. The Biden administration is sending new deportation instructions to Immigration and Customs Enforcement. The guidance directs agents to focus on apprehending immigrants believed to be a national security or public safety risk, as well as recent border crossers. Those who do not meet that criteria will need supervisory approval. Ivanka Trump is not planning on running for Senate in 2022. Tom Roberts reports. Florida Senator Marco Rubio spokesperson tells the Miami Herald, Rubio spoke with Ivanka Trump a few weeks ago and she offered her support. The daughter of former President Donald Trump calls Rubio a good friend. Late last year, Ivanka and her husband Jared Kushner purchased a lot on Indian Creek Island to build their new Miami home. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Join the winning team at Southern California's most exciting entertainment destination. Register now for the San Manuel Casino Virtual Career Expo, February 18th from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Go to careerexpo.sanmanuel.com. If you're looking for a full or part-time sales position and you have radio, TV, or print media experience, KCAA has a great opportunity waiting for you that pays the highest commissions in the market. 
KCAA is the only station in the IE that broadcasts on three frequencies, so advertisers receive three ads for one low rate. This makes KCAA a must-buy for every local business. If you're interested in a sales position with us, email CEO at KCAARadio.com. Take time to support and thank our community's first responders for keeping us safe. This morning's reminder is sponsored by Susan G. Rosenblum, Century 21, Lois Lar and Redlands. Serving the area with quality and pride. If you're in the market to buy or sell real estate in the area, call the pros at 909-214-5371. Again, 909-214-5371. Or visit online at suzyrealestate.com. That's S-O-O-Z-Y realestate.com. Susan G. Rosenblum, Century 21, Lois Lar is wishing everyone the very best. Southern California Edison wants you and your family to be prepared in an emergency. What's in your safety kit? A little preparation can go a long way. You should have an easy-to-reach kit that includes basic necessities like first aid supplies, emergency food, water, medication, and important phone numbers. That's a start. But there's more. Learn about other tools and supplies you can prepare with at SEE.com slash be prepared. BMP Contractors Erosion Control Experts reminds all area listeners to please get out and donate blood to salute the brave men and women of our armed forces that are overseas. Every pint of blood donated locally can save one or two brave soldiers overseas. So salute our troops, give back the gift of life by giving the gift of blood. This reminder from BMP Contractors Erosion Control Experts, a veteran-owned and operated business serving the area with pride and integrity. Give them a call today at 951-208-2009. That's 951-208-2009 or go to erosioncontrolexperts.com for more info. That's BMP Contractors, Erosion Control Experts, on the air because they care. Oh my. You are now tuned in to the Revolution Radio Show. Yo, what it is and what it do, it is officially, it is officially that time. You are tuned in to the Revolution Radio Show, a.k.a. the Revolution Podcast, live on 102.3 FM KCAA in the Inland Empire. And worldwide, we everywhere else, you know what I mean? There's 100 places to find us everywhere, you know. And uh, today, as always, I am chilling with my beautiful and talented co-host, Miss Melian. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Happy Thursday. How you feeling, Jay? Happy I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. For those of y'all, just so you know, uh, Miss Cherie Marlene is not able to join us today. She has some other things she had to do because she's doing big things. She's on that boss level. Uh, but shout out to Cherie Marlene. Uh, we miss you. We're going to see you again manana. Uh, but, you know, do do your thing, boss lady, because that, that's what it is. And so, uh, but me and Miss Melian is going to hold it down today. Uh, we're talking about a real serious topic today. You know, you know me. I like uh, pushing people's buttons. But before we get to that, it is uh, February the 18th, 
the 18th day of Black History Month. And today I, I'm saluting. So, you know, every day we've been saluting somebody different for Black History Month. And today I'm saluting a sister that, yo, everybody should get up and stand up and, and not only salute, but some of y'all need to reach out and Google her, figure out where she at because you're going to want to talk to her. Right. And so it is Dr. Hadaya. And I hope I say her name. Hadaya Nicole Green. Uh, she's an HBCU grad. For those of you who don't know what that means, that's a historically black college and university. She's a member of Delta Sig Sigma Theta sorority. And she is the first, but not the first black person. She is the first person, period, to cure cancer with laser laser technology. That deserves a big shout out and salute because I know. Uh, most of us have been affected by cancer in one form or the other. And that is, that is history. I mean, for real, for real, that's history making for her to be the first one. So Dr. Green, we salute you for being not the first black person, but the first person to ever cure cancer documented with laser technology. So shout out to her. That is absolutely fantastic. Um, Thank you. I told y'all that that's real, real life black, uh, black girl magic right there. So, <laughs> so sure. today, I don't know if you ready, you ready, you ready, uh, Ms. Melian? It's a deep combo today, you know, there's a lot going yeah, on, especially. It's you know, necessary though, especially, especially after, you know, what we came through in the last four years, you know what I'm saying? Um, the, the, ir regardless of what side you were, as far as, you know, elephant or donkey, right? Mm -hmm. Red or blue, black or white, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. We all here. We got to live together. All of us, black, white, brown, yellow, red, all of us. Right. And so yeah. a big part of the reason of why a lot of times we have issues with each other is simply because we don't understand each other. Right. And a lot of that is based not just in prejudice. Right. It is definitely based in prejudice uh, and racism. But a lot of it is simply based in just misunderstandings due to dun, 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 dun. Here's what we're talking about today. We're talking about race and we're talking about mm. stereotypes. Ooh, there's a whole lot of them. You know what I mean? There's a lot yeah. of for everybody, right? And so, you know, a lot of times, you know, sometimes stereotypes, I mean, if we're being completely honest, they exist for a reason, right? Because to some degree, uh, you know, it, it is what a TI is, right? Mm -hmm. But those stereotypes cause us to believe that that is like the absolute truth about certain groups of people, yara dig, and, and not just like, uh, you know, so for example, right, I'm gonna give you a stereotype about black people, right? Black people are loud. What? They always talk in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> why you gotta ask? Why you gotta ask? I'm laughing that? because I do it. Because I do this. You know what I mean? I do this. I don't know if it's because I'm black, but I definitely I'm yelling at the movie during. <laughs> <laughs> if you, Man, if you yelling wanted, as me... soon as you come into the movie, during the movie, <laughs> after the movie, on the way to the car. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Allegedly, allegedly, if you hang out with me, that might be true. I don't know. I don't know if we can judge all black people based on the fact that, you know, I might be loud once or twice during, <laughs> during the movie or outside. Do you think, do you think that's a, I mean, obviously it's a stereotype, but do you think that's true for the most part? Or do you, how do you feel about that? Okay, here I don't know if it's true for the most yeah, it's true for the most part. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, but no, you know what? I think it's it's I think 
uh, yeah, you know what? We're expressive as, uh, and and here's the thing: when you talk about black people, like black people are so diverse, as is any group of people. But yeah, is it true? Uh, maybe for a group of black people, but then for other black people, no, because it depends on your surroundings, how you grew up, what is the culture yeah. in which you grew up in, right? Which dictates yeah. all of our stereotypes, right? So, for example, an Asian stereotype. I'm gonna pick on you real quick. Go ahead. Allegedly. Allegedly, I didn't say this. Well, maybe once or twice. I don't know. But anyways, allegedly, Asian people can't drive. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm yeah. not I'm not still holding a grudge at the Asian lady who hit me when I was driving my motorcycle. I'm not still holding the grudge. Oh wow. Okay. Look, I'm not gonna <laughs> front though. I can't really back up. Like I be having struggle in like parking sometimes. I can't even, I'm not even gonna front. So there be some types of struggle sometimes on that. Look. But look, you know what See, I so realized? You make it true. I think in Vietnam, well, in Vietnam, they like lights don't even really exist. Everyone kind of just goes. Like you just go. Like you gotta, you're just going. If they hit you, they hit you. Like they'll they'll if they hit you, they'll dog you. Like, what you doing? You in the way. What you doing? Like, so it's a, you know what I mean? So we, we adapting out here in America. Okay. There's traffic lights. Oh, there's signals. Okay. So it's a slow transition. Okay. So, so we have to, we have to blame it on, uh, the fact that traditionally, culturally speaking, because you guys didn't have the same traffic rules as maybe here, you know what I mean? It's just a difference, right? So you know what? I'm not maybe there's like two separate generations, right? Like the elderly, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? The young man, the young they got man, they speed racing in the highways. Oh, they see that's another agent stereotype, though. They fast and furious. Yes. Yeah, they fast and furious. You know so what I mean? There's, so, two, there's two separate types of generational Asian drivers, I guess you can say. In this yeah. <laughs> that's what we go. We're gonna chalk it up to two different. <laughs> But, you know, but for everybody, like for, you know, Indian people from India, right? The yeah. stereotype is, is that they're all doctors. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's it's crazy. You know, we can literally go down the list and be like, you know, white people can't dance. Uh, but then, you know, I'd be seeing a bunch of white people over at Millennium Dance Studio. <laughs> and okay. a lot of the choreographers is white. So is it, you know, but once upon a time when I was growing up, uh, white people couldn't dance. Uh, the, you know, what I mean, the, you know, there was a lot of things that just, you know, like Vanilla Ice was yeah. was an anomaly. Like he, you know, and then Eminem came along. We was like, ooh, Eminem. Like, yo, now there's a whole lot of white boys that can rap. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. there was, and we're being silly, right? We're being, you know, because we're making light of it. But the truth is, what happens is because of stereotypes, we tend to start judging people. So for example, a dangerous black, like we laughed at, you know, the, the being loud or whatever, but a dangerous yeah. black stereotype is there is a stereotype that especially with black men, that black men tend to be more aggressive, uh, tend mm -hmm. to be more violent, tend to be thugs. Right. Cause yeah. even, uh, you know, if you say, for example, if you see a fight, right. And mm -hmm. the fight is between a black guy and a white guy. Mm -hmm. stereotypically people just assume like, yo, the black dude's going to win because mm -hmm. the perception is, is that black dudes is vicious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not true. Do you know what I mean? But that has been, that's the stereotype. Right. And it, I mean, yeah. the white dude might be an MMA dude, like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. we don't know because the perception is the black dude is more violent. He's more aggressive. He's more vicious. So 
That's where I we mean, start uh, to have Nate Robinson and uh, Paul, Nate Robinson and Oof. the Paul. <laughs> yo, Nate, yo, that wasn't even me, dude. I didn't even bring it up, but you I did need your opinion on that real quick. Like, were you at least proud of him for trying or were you like, bro, no. what are you doing? Like, that's not your thing. What are you like on that situation? Look, here's the thing. Sometimes, like, I get why he was doing it, right? Yeah. And I understand that sometimes you want to challenge yourself, you know, and, you know, because he's an athlete, right? And let's be yeah. honest, he's another one that fell victim to the stereotype. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Let's be completely honest. Nobody yeah. thought Nate was going to get knocked out. Let's just keep it 100, right? Even yeah. when what they round, got in the ring. What round did they go to? What round did they go to? I, it was, was it? like the first or the second. Like, it was quick. It was like... Night night. He went night night. Man. Yeah, he went night night for real. They, I think they he's still sleeping right now. Oh, Nate, Nate. I'm going Nate Nate now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but even like when they got in the ring, because physically, right, he looked more imposing because you know the darker your skin is, the more the 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 cuts and the muscles look. You know, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, and again, because he's a black guy. Because he's he was he's a former pro athlete, right? We just yeah. assumed, like, oh, there's no way. There's no way. And then, like, when he got put to sleep, sleep, like, sleep, sleep. Yeah. The whole way, like, I'm telling you, I was hearing white dudes running up and down the street yelling, like, <laughs> like, we got yeah. him. Um, you know, so, and it's just funny because, like, the only reason we thought that is because we didn't think it based on, like, we didn't see, okay, let's see how you trained versus how you trained. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Let's see, you know, all of the, we We're did just it based off. got it. Yeah, because the stereotypes. Because yeah. the stereotypes, right? Exactly. We so what, what's a Hispanic? What's a Hispanic stereotype? They steal. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, that, isn't that a black stereotype? They steal. Why are you giving all of them to us? No, they get Mexicans to have that one. <laughs> no, they steal. I swear, <laughs> viewers, if you guys feel the same way, let us know. Uh, is that considered stealing? What kind of stereotype is that? What nationality no, no, would be stealing? No, Mexicans can have that one. They can have that one. <laughs> they, they could have they, that one. Um, <laughs> they no, they I mean, this, it's, um, this is a good. This is a good stereotype, right? Uh, they're all hardworking. That, that's a yes. good that's a stereotype. They work. They all work hard, right? Yes. So they, we, like you, you know, they work harder than everybody else, right? That's that's uh, you know, like what you're saying. Um, they all know construction. Oh, there you go. That's I mean, oh my god. This, this, this is what I'm talking about. These are the things that we have inbred in us. That you know what I'm saying. This is so. This is what I'm saying. I want to learn. Like I'm not just bringing up this topic because I want people to like say you know what stereotypes or whatever. It's because I want to learn too. Because let's be real, we're all victim to this. I'll give you an example, and I'm gonna tell on myself. Okay, and I'm a and I'm gonna tell on black people. Okay, we're all taught stereotypes about each other and even ourselves so i remember the very first time i went to atlanta right mm -hmm. i was shocked because like everybody in atlanta's black like everybody's black like you go to the store to do that the store is black 
You know what I mean? The mailman is black. I mean, like the dude in the ambulance is black. The police is black. Like every, you know, so it was like at first, like, you know, it well, was like, how was wow. New Mexico? Because I know you, you grew up in New Mexico, right? For a time of your Well, life. New Mexico is really diverse. There's a lot of people in New Mexico, right? Even though maybe my own circle may have been predominantly black. I grew up mm -hmm. around everybody, right? I, like literally everybody. And so when I first went to Atlanta, I remember going to the mall. And I remember having this thought. I got kind of nervous because there was just like, I saw a giant group of black dudes, right? And I was like, oh, yeah. man, something's about to go down. No reason for me to think that. It was just a giant group of black dudes. But immediately, because I at the mall, because, you know, usually they don't let a giant group of black dudes congregate at the mall. Right. Yeah. Most malls you go to, everybody ain't black. But I wasn't thinking. Right. It was just this was like a cultural thing I had to get accustomed to. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, man, it's about to go down. And I'm trying to watch. And then sure enough, I see the cops come. Right. And I'm like, ah, see, the cops came. Something went down. And then I look and the cops was black. And then it took me a, second to, um, a moment to realize, like, well, yeah, there's a giant group of black dudes because it's mostly black in Atlanta. Like and seeing <laughs> just because so you thought they were like troublemakers, like Roman, something about to go down. Yeah, because we're taught that even about ourselves. That's what I'm saying is, it, and so we start to you know look at people based off of these caricatures and these these things that may or may not be true all the time. Because let's be real, most stereotypes are not true all the time. They're true in this sense, right? Like when I said Asian people don't know how to drive. Well, to your point. No, it's not Asian people. It's maybe Asian people that didn't learn how to drive here in the United States and they're getting accustomed to because I get it. I've been to other countries and I know in most other countries, the driving rules is crazy. Like people mm -hmm. just go. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It just you just go. And if there's a light, cool. If not, who cares? Doesn't matter. Yeah. So it's, it's not really just Asian. It's like, yeah, it's exactly. foreign people. Foreign people drive different, right? Because the rules are yeah. different. So it's really, it's not Asian people. It's Asian people maybe who are first generational here, mm -hmm. right? They didn't grow up here. Mm -hmm. They might, and I'll use this, I'll phrase it this way. They might drive differently than we do, right? Different. But I don't. Another I don't, stereotype is like, I don't do nails. My nails are done right now, <laughs> but I can't do, I can't do you nails. Do nails. save my life. No, honey, sick dollar more do for you. No, no. Like I can't do nails. Um, you know, I don't have bubbly writing, handwriting. And I prefer English class over math class. Like I maybe because I'm a writer artist, but you know, math class wasn't my favorite. So stereotype of all Asians see, love math and see, do nails. You killing all the you killing the stereotypes, man. There's a problem with man. you. And you rap, you rap. I got speaking of that. I got brains on right now. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of that so you know we talking so we want to hear from you yo let us know what you think about this or even if you got some stereotypes you want to throw in the mix yo hit us up those of you who are on our live on facebook live on uh youtube live wherever you at yo hit us up we want to bring you into the conversation and uh right now yeah let us know right now we're gonna go to uh a quick little we got a little song by by asian rapper by asian rapper by the name name of million talking about this social injustice Woo. thing we we'll come back in just a second this is the revolution radio show on 102.3 fm kcaa Taking this time, pick up your line, you're calling, calling 49. 
help us all Another life gone, how many more? Mấy người nữa bị chết giữa đường Cảnh sát bán hơn làm ngập thở Tại sao mình phải sợ? Huh? Huh? Họ ăn hiếp người châu Á Phán xét bằng bào da Chúng ta là người Việt Bị phân biệt với người ta Không có im lặng Tôi là lớn hơn Công lý cho tất cả Công lý cho tất cả it now we ain't promised later do it right get a lot of haters oh yes ps arrest the cop to kill brianna taylor i got no choice using my voice i'm speaking up yeah yeah enough is enough i got no choice i got no choice using my voice using my voice i'm speaking up yeah yeah enough is enough enough is enough make me want to buy the blocks yo if you tune it back in if you just tuning in yes. right now this is the Revolution Radio Show live on. <clears throat> excuse, ooh, ooh, was that? Ooh, live. <laughs> what that was? A one hundred two point three FM KCAA in the Inland Empire, worldwide, everywhere else. And so we're talking about race. We're talking about stereotypes, and really, how can yeah. we get to understand each other and and really move forward? And because in this next season, in this next chapter of life, really, we should begin the pro if nothing else begin the process of being able to finally understand that you know what a lot of the things that i think about people might not necessarily be true right for example when you see a white woman of a certain age wearing like mom dockers you know the kind you know the ones that like they're like capris i guess they they don't really mm -hmm. fully go down the calf but they like in the mm -hmm. middle of the calf and they got a little mm -hmm. short haircut that's mm -hmm. a karen to me like i immediately assume that's karen you feel me and that's wrong. Like, I shouldn't assume she's caring. You know what I mean? That's wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> it's terrible. But I immediately, if I see a, a white lady who got that little short haircut, you know, the little short haircut. With, you got to have blue eyes or no? That's don't have. I mean, it, 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 that adds to it. You know, blonde hair and blue eyes. I mean, that's just, uh, you, you know, if she, got, uh, she got them like mom pants on. And then, and then, it, oh, and if she got, cro if she got Crocs on, if she got Crocs, oh, forget it. In my so mind, you're supporting Kanye over here, a black company, and <laughs> <laughs> in my mind, she's about to call the cops. You know what I mean? But that's so terrible. I got some people. We... I got some people leaving comments on my IG live. Uh, VH1 Melion. Um, what up, RCE Productions? He says I'm Puerto Rican, but growing up, I was automatically Mexican to everyone. So that's <laughs> stereotype. That's that's kind of the same no, thing with Asians. Like I'm automatically. Chinese, Chinese, you know, like growing up, um, I grew up in Bell Gardens. Everybody was like China, China, Macarena, and then call yeah. me like Chibita. I'm sorry, I don't mean. <laughs> don't, don't be mean laughing. Look, that wasn't funny, but you know, I gotta say something funny. I don't know. Can we? I know we can't curse on live, but what if it's in Spanish? Because I remember this one vivid <laughs> oh, time. Oh, that's gonna change it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know, but I was. It means eggs too. I guess I could say it, but I was so frustrated. They were calling me all these like, like yelled it out with so much passion, like. Like it basically, you know, suck my, you know, eggs yeah. or whatever. But like, you, they were all laughing and stuff, and I'm like saying it with so much passion, and I'm repeating it like suck my, you know. And I had no idea. I just knew it was a bad word, so I still remember that that um that moment on, very vividly. I feel on our Facebook, uh, we got Nana Green. She said, "Being here in the South, that's a Karen." Nana, we can't we can't keep pushing the stereotype, Nana. We're trying to spread the love. <laughs> we trying to spread the love. That's what we're doing, Nana. Come on. Uh it is though, right? Shh, don't say nothing. <laughs> Just don't let her bring the potato salad into the function. Um, oh man. But 
<clears throat> I know that we no, we really joking and there's a lot of you know fun and everything going on, but you know there is some serious stuff going on right now, especially in the Asian community. This past week or so, you know, we talked about it last week. We had a couple of guests come in, uh, Jackfruit and a, a couple of different other people tapping in. But um, just overall, like you know, there's there's people that are attacking the elderly Asian. You know, the stereotype, especially since COVID hit, of like Asians having you know, COVID or Asian Asians causing COVID. So I definitely want to break that barrier or break that, you know, thought process. I don't, you know, of people picking on Asians because of that. Like it's wrong. It's, it's a stereotype. It's racism. And, you know, if I have this platform and be able to speak on it, I would definitely, you know, like to tell people to look into it, speak out, speak up about it. If you're aware about it now. So, um, you know, yeah, check into that and speak out and stand up for Asians. Yeah, definitely. And and I mean, I think just and, and like I said, it's because of stereotypes, right? Not to I don't want to rehash everything with the whole Trump era, but a lot of that happened because Trump was calling uh the coronavirus the Asian virus, right? Or the China, the China virus. Flu or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And and so those those sorts of things gets people, you know what I mean, riled up and gets people feeling some kind of way. You know what I mean? And it's the mm-hmm. same way when I mean if we're being honest, like when we say white people do certain things, right? And we paint, we just take a paintbrush and paint all white people with this brush. Um <clears throat> What it does is it serves to further separate us. And, and and I know that it's difficult because, like like I said in the beginning, part of it is due because we grow up immediately with so many different concepts and stereotypes built into TV shows and the culture, into society, what our parents teach us, right? And it's mm-hmm. not until you really be, oh, we got someone came up in. The, we got some. We got a guest that came up in here and want to say something. Hold on, I'm going to go inside. What you got to introduce them smoothly, Jay. You got to oh. introduce them smoothly. Jay was just in my the middle man, of a talk. I get excited when someone want to say something. Let me, let me got... introduce y'all to my go boy, ahead. man. This is one of my good friends, uh, Kev Lou. He's a producer, engineer, and artist. Just a, a great, insp- inspiring person. I actually, just real quick, how I met him. I met him last year at this protest. It was um, it was this white, you know, um, com- you know, neighbors or whatever. They were being racist towards their Vietnamese neighbors. They were saying really like there's crazy stuff and um, just threatening them crazy stuff. And I guess the video went viral and um, a lot of agents decided to come, you know, support. And the cops showed up. And speaking of the cops, sorry, Kev, about your ticket. Kev got a ticket. We'll share about that later. But, you know, I pulled up, Jay, on some random, you know, I pulled up with my DJ equipment. And I was like, man, they're not booking me, but I'm just going to randomly pull up and just, you know, support this movement, support this, you know, because I stand up. As you can tell from the Enough is Enough video, like I'm totally against racism, whether it's against black people, against Asians, any anything against Hispanics. I'm not for it. Like, like I'm all about, you know, um, all races. So anyways, all that just to say, Kev Liu is my guy. I met him there. He was amazing from day one. We connected. So I definitely I'm, I'm grateful. I'm honored to have him join us today. What up, Kev? Well, what it do, what Kev? Up, hey, hey, good to meet everybody. Welcome to the show, man. So, what do you got to say on this subject, man? I just chimed in. Can you catch me up on the subject? Well, basically, man, we're talking about today. We're talking about racism. Well, race uh, and and stereotypes and how stereotypes go to reinforce things that may or may not be true about one another, right? Um, and right. how, you know, oftentimes we we end up really believing that as if that's just the final word and the truth on a certain group of people. So, for example, right. earlier 
I shared that, you know, one Asian stereotype is that Asian people don't know how to drive. Um, okay. The truth of that is, you know, we were discussing it was the fact that, no, it's not that Asian people don't know how to drive. It's the fact that Asians who fall in actually a wider category. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. ...of foreign people who are first generation here. Because when you go to other countries, driving is way different than it is here in many yeah. other countries. So any first generation person here is going to drive differently than someone who maybe grew up here. But we throw that somewhere. Some Somebody started it, right? We don't know who. I'm going to blame it on a guy named Kevin. Uh, no, hey. <laughs> but somebody started it and said, yo, Asian people can't drive. And now how many years later? It's just a thing. Like, you just like, ah, it's an Asian. They can't drive. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I yeah. guess women, women, a stereotype, too. Like, women can't drive. Have, have you heard that? Women can't drive, though. You know what I mean? That's just the... <laughs> <laughs> Man, all my ladies, I need all my ladies to chime in. You know what? It's not that we can't drive. We're trying to do 20 other things. We're putting on our makeup. We low-key, like, trying exactly to drink our coffee. Exactly shouldn't be doing Yeah, you shouldn't be. But listen, <laughs> Kev, how do you feel about this, man, as far as stereotypes? And does it affect your life? You know what I mean? You know, like people... all my life, I've been kind of trying to break stereotypes, right? Like, I'm more outgoing, whatever. Like, all that nerdy Asian stuff that people always, you know, be joking and clowning about, like, you know, that's how I think a lot of the media has perceived Asian people, right? Through it's like right. the, the sidekick, Kung Fu, Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee's, or like the nerdy type. So, I mean, that's basically people putting other people in boxes, right? Because they don't want to right. take the time to understand that not just the Asian cultures, but all cultures, we're not a monolith. Like, we're not right, just correct. one type. So that, you know, I hope, especially nowadays, people with access to the internet and all this content people are putting out are finding creators of different ethnicities and and learning about that and learning about their culture right because it's at our fingertips and if we don't that's on us we're just being lazy right so yeah i mean stereotypes has always kind of been here and there and you know i think we just have to be open-minded and understand that that is maybe a generalization and you know you can argue whether how true it is or not we should not be doing that right because as we've learned from not just what's going on currently with all these hate crimes or, you know, even last year with all the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff. It's like, we can't generalize and put people in boxes anymore. So I think the stereotype kind of goes, if you ask me without getting too deep into it, into the deeper battle of our systemic racism. And, you know, I mean, it it really, and and it affects people for sure, right? Not just in the Asian community, but all communities. Like, we can't be saying like, oh, this group is whatever, not educated. This group is privilege this group is whatever you know what i mean you guys love each other keep one love all love right hey I, i'm feeling that man one love man kev man thank you so much for for for, for yeah. dropping by man and giving us that man because it's good to hear from folks and how they feeling because we're all like i said we're all in this together um if you just yeah. tuned in this is the revolution radio show on 102.3 we're gonna pay some bills real quick but when we come back we're gonna keep talking about race about stereotypes and about how women can't drive yeah i said it what <laughs> we'll be back in a minute, babe. Exotics Wellness. 
from massage oils to bath bombs, from drops to pain bombs, everything you need in exotic CBD wellness. Go to www.queenexotics.com. That's www.queenxotics.com or Queen Exotics on Instagram. Do you have a business that requires heavily upon your clientele base having access to cash like a dispensary or a barbershop? Or maybe you're in the market for one of the new cutting edge Bitcoin ATMs or self-serve kiosks. Whatever your ATM needs, reach out to my man Guy, the ATM Guy at 855-4-ATM-GUY. That's 855-4-ATM-GUY or online at www.atmguy.net. Without even lifting a finger, achieve the body of your dreams. You're perfect the way that you are, but if you've been struggling to tone up and love your body, there's something that can help you get there. Put down the box of chocolates and pick up a wrap. <laughs> no, not that kind. A wrap that you can wear. That's a gym in a box. The core wrap, the best body shaper anywhere. It features ultimate performance technology. Tone up 15 to firm tone and strengthen your abs as it shapes your weight. That's Gym in a Box. Go to GymInABox.LA to get yours now. That's GymInABox.LA because you deserve your dream body. Yo, if you just tuning in, man, this is the Revolution Radio Show, a.k.a. the Revolution Podcast on 102.3 FM KCAA. I am Jay Love. I am joined, as always, by Miss Melian. And we're talking about race we're talking about stereotypes and how we can start to understand each other and, and grow together and begin the process of loving each other and just really being the definition of what, you know, the, the dream or the hope of America is supposed to be, right? Which this place where everybody could come and kind of meld together and, and be one. I mean, I know that's a little bit idealistic, but hey, why not be idealistic, right? Why not? We're getting more you know, divided or since way back then or do you think it's more unity what do you think well okay here's what i think that uh we had made a lot of strides as far as coming together right and i i attribute a lot of that to hip-hop culture because when hip-hop culture went around the world it brought different people together i think in the last four years uh what happened as part of partially a byproduct of uh, a particular administration that we had here in this country. Um, Cause here's what people forget. The people who were like these violent, like really, really violent racists in the sixties, right? Like the fifties, sixties and seventies, like mm -hmm. the really yell real loud, the N word and the, you know, all kinds of whatever other racial epithets, right? Those people are still alive, right? They're like our parents' age and our grandparents' age and they had kids. And for a long time, they were made to feel like they couldn't say things. And then here along came this this uh, tornado that was like made people feel comfortable to, hey, I'm going to say whatever I want because this America and I'm going to say it because, you know, I'm American and I can say we making America great again. Right. But America wasn't always great for a lot of people. Right. Mm -hmm. the, matter of fact, the darker you got, the worse America was for you. So to answer your question, I think we've we've taken some steps backwards. But I think now in the last year uh, and I think really I think the thing that really lit the match to start to bring people together, uh, even though it seemed chaotic, was the death of the murder. I'm not going to say the death, the murder of George Floyd, because for the first time in a very you saw 
everyone coming like no one could look this at during that during the pandemic it was like peak of pandemic like may june yeah. yeah and for the first time like i think no one could look at that video and not feel something you know what i mean like couldn't look at like and just be like yo and I, and I think it brought a lot of people together who had been, you know, whether intentionally or unintentionally separated. And it made mm-hmm. people realize like, yo, we've come a little bit, man, we got such a long way to go. And since then, you know, with all the, the politicizing of everything, like it's kind of driven a wedge between us. But mm-hmm. I'm hoping and believing that moving forward, no matter where you are in politics, right? Like, I don't care wherever you at on politics. I'm hoping that moving forward. Uh, because the Democrats, and I will say this, tend to be very kumbaya, like everybody get along and roses and butterflies and stuff that ain't realistic. You know what I'm saying? But I think b- because the, it was so extreme on one end, them being extreme on the other end will f- help us get someplace in the middle. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is where I think we're at today, like someplace weird in the middle and will allow us to grow be- where we could look. Look at us. We're talking about a really serious subject. And most of the time we've been laughing. Right. And we've been because you and I are able to from two different backgrounds, two different upbringings. But here's the truth. If we're honest, no matter how different we are, if you really start to dig, we're so much more alike than what we, you know, understand and acknowledge. Right. I've had the opportunity to travel the world and realize that, oh, uh, you know, what I mean, like especially when you're talking about most of us didn't grow up wealthy. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about shared experiences, I don't care if you're black and poor, if you're white and poor, or if you're Asian and poor, that common denominator of being poor, there's a lot of things that we got in common. Like if you done ever had a, a, a pantry full of, you know, ramen noodles or oodles and noodles, you know what I'm saying? It don't matter yeah, what color you- <laughs> even know it's because we were poor. We had that. I just, it was an Asian thing. Like, oh, we got noodles, <laughs> cabinets full of noodles. So- I mean, how we upgraded was we had different flavors. We had all types, not just flavors. We had different brands and flavors and take it to the next level. This is rich poverty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you put your little, you, you put your little sprinkles on it and everybody did yeah. it differently. But when you really start to think about it, like, okay, for example, right. You, I'm assuming, right. Watch, like I'm gonna make an assumption. I don't know. Cause we haven't had this conversation. Right. Yeah. But you grew up with a big extended family in terms of like grandma's, grandpas cousins that sort of thing right and at some point in time y'all shared stuff is that correct is that a correct assumption or am i way off yeah i'm not saying every day but y'all shared stuff and it was just like you know what i mean there were certain people in the family that like they the ones that like ooh, they got it good they the ones that you know what? You know what I, mean? see, I actually see my half-sisters growing up really wealthy. Like, in my eyes, they were wealthy. They had cabinets full of food. You know, we didn't <laughs> come up. To me, that's a big thing. Cabinets full of food. You know, no, but- like, I'm laughing because that's what poor people think is wealthy. Like, oh, y'all got food? <laughs> y'all got here's, here's, I'll give you this a, No, y'all got name brand cereal? Y'all got Cocoa Puffs, not Cocoa Roos? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So like, but then they yeah, had like clothes, like games, Nintendo 64 days, like all, you know, those game stations and all that. So it was, it was, it was that, but so I was seeing other people like that, but you don't, but in, in later on, they're telling me they didn't think they grew up rich. So in my mind, the whole time they were the rich family members. So Listen, this is when I found out we were poor. 
right? And and I think so. A lot of people have had this this experience. Shout out if you did. But I remember um, we would go and help the the line, uh, like when they would give out the welfare, and they they used to call it back in the day. Uh, they would call it commodities, right? When they would give out like the milk, the cheese, uh, the cans of fruit, all that kind of stuff. They called it commodities. And, oh, yeah. you know, you, you would go in line, right? You stand in line and you get your box full of food, right? So my yeah. mom used to tell us that we were helping, right? Because so, me and my brother and my cousin, we would go help fill the boxes, right? And then we would take a box home. Well, yeah. we thought, well, we're getting this box because we worked, right? Like yeah. that's because my mom hustled us, right? She made us feel like, oh, we're helping. So one day we're at the welfare office. And my friend from school sees me and goes, yo, I didn't know you was on welfare. I was like, I'm not on welfare. Get out of here. My mom had a meeting. <laughs> and, and he was like, no, she didn't. I was like, yes, she did. My mom told me we coming over here because she had a meeting. Right. And he goes, this is the welfare office. This ain't the welfare office. I ain't on welfare. So then when I asked my mom later, I was like, mom, is that the you welfare just didn't office? know where you're denying it. You just didn't know where you denying no, I didn't it. know. I didn't know. Oh, I, 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 my mom told me going to a meeting and you know what i mean yeah and i thought she told me that the y'all remember some of y'all ain't old enough to remember the books the, the the food stamp books like when it was actual paper not the card and my mom told me that was special money <laughs> <laughs> special money okay yeah so i would go with special money and then when i found out that it was food stamps i didn't want to go to <laughs> No more. <laughs> it's crazy, right? We don't. We had no idea. I remember going th those places too with my mom and and not knowing that. I don't know if I'd still be. I don't think I was embarrassed though. As no, because you didn't I, know any better. Because we was all in the same boat. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is hey, when you go to the welfare, it ain't just all Asian people. It ain't just all black people or Mexican mm -hmm. people. It's everybody's at the welfare. It's, li it's literally everybody, every race, exactly. Yeah, and so you just in a bunch of kids and all the kids is running around playing together and we don't know no better <laughs> until we yeah. get older and get embarrassed about it. But like, why are we embarrassed? Because everybody else was there. And that's my What's point. Go ahead. I want to ask you, what stereotype has someone looked at you besides, you know, you saying being black and loud, what stereotype has someone looked at you and like and assumed something, but it wasn't true? Um, I mean, just all of the, you know, uh, from when I was younger, you know, uh, you know, more of like the thug thing, because, you know, I used to sag a lot and all that kind of stuff. So the thug, uh, he's going to, you know, a criminal. Um, we got to pull up an old picture. We got to get it. From, like, I want to see like an old picture of Jay. Jay was a uh, mad daddy. He talking about yeah. sagging. I want to see an old picture of Jay. You know, but no, I got a lot of, you know, criminal, like that sort of thing. And then, and then because of my look, like more so when I moved to California, right? Because California is still very segregated. Like you have Asian communities, black communities, Mexican communities, right? Mm. Whereas other parts of the country, like a lot of people grow up together, right? So when mm. I moved here, because of my look, nobody knew what to like. Black people knew I was black, but like everyone else was like, "Are you Puerto Rican? Are you Dominican?" Have you got, I was gonna say you got a little Latino, like in your blood. <laughs> you know, as so, so uh, yeah. To answer the question, yes, my mother is Spanish and native, mm. uh, and so you got some more before, like Polynesian. And, and, yeah, I've gotten mm -hmm. Polynesian. You know what I mean? So what I ended up doing instead of, you know, instead of explaining to people, I just be like, yeah, 
Like <laughs> I just stopped explaining it. But I'd be like, yeah, you know what I mean? And so like literally yeah. it was a trip. Like when I go around certain people, like when I was around and I would joke, like when I'm around Dominicans, I'm Dominican. When I'm around Puerto Ricans, I'm Puerto Rican. When I'm around Cubans, I'm Cuban. When I'm around Polynesians, I'm just a little bit smaller Polynesian, right? Mm-hmm. I used to joke yeah. that I was a baby Samoan, right? Uh, they <laughs> He's a baby Samoan. Yeah, because they real big. I'm big, but they real big. You know what I mean? They made me feel um, skinny. So, uh, you know what I mean? So I just I just went with it because I was like, oh, I don't even want to explain, right? And, I, and I'll tell y'all a funny story real quick. Uh, and it's funny how this time goes by real fast. We, we, we come in short on time, yeah. y'all, but look. When I was growing up, uh, my stepfather was Salvadorian, right? So we spoke mm-hmm. Spanish at home. So yes, I'm fluent in Spanish. My stepfather, I learned, I lived in El Salvador for a year. Wait, you speak right? fluent Spanish? Claro que sí, yo puedo hablar en español para toda mi gente latina. You know, so yeah. So all the Latin people out there, whatever. Okay, wait. Estoy practicando mi español. Okay, so let's see how long I could last. Let's see like a conversation. <laughs> let's see like a, a 20 second conversation. Let's, let me see wait, that. Ya, comi, ya comiste o todavía no? ¿Tienes hambre o qué? Um, sí, un poquito. Okay, you got that. All right. I, I didn't know. But take it, let me tell this story real quick because this okay. is the, one of the funniest stories of my whole life. I think it's hilarious, right? So I didn't know. Like, it was funny because I was searching, like, and we were talking about before earlier in the week about trying to discover who you are and whatever. So yeah. it, it was crazy is I thought for a little bit in which I ended up being part Native, but I was like, yo, I must be part Native because growing up in New Mexico, there's a lot of native people, right? Because mm-hmm. something in me told me that my stepfather wasn't my father. I just before I was told officially, I just kind of felt it, right? Mm-hmm. And so then when nationality is your stepfather, he's Salvadorian. Okay, Salvadorian. And so one day, I the first the very first time I saw a Black History. That's why it's so huge for me now. I mm-hmm. saw a Black History thing at school. And uh, we saw a Black History film, and I saw the whole thing on Martin Luther King and the Civil Rights Movement, whatever. It, it moved me deep down inside. I didn't understand why, but it moved me. And the crazy thing is, is like everyone I hung out with was black. My whole neighborhood was black. Like it, everything in my life was already black. I just mm-hmm. didn't know. And to be honest with you, here's crazy. I didn't know I was black. And, mm-hmm. so, and so I remember there was a kid. I had Chris from up the street and Chris from down the street. Chris from down the street is what I now as an adult identify as a redneck. I didn't know what a redneck was. Mm-hmm. At that age, right? Mm-hmm. I just thought his they had a big rebel rebel flag, uh, you know, what I mean a Confederate flag in their garage. I thought they were into the the for those of y'all who remember who are my age, the Dukes of Hazard. I thought they were big oh, Dukes of Hazard yeah. fans, right? I didn't know what it was. I'd be like, I would just respond to him in Spanish, be like, but yo soy salvadoreño, no sé que estaba platicando, right? So, but when I saw so, you know, I saw the the the, the civil rights thing, whatever, I came home crying. I was like, Mom, why do people treat black people like this? Right. She goes, Well, mm-hmm. I think you're old enough to know this now, right? So uh, you know, she goes, you know, Hector is not your real father, your real father's name is Will, and he's black, so therefore, you know, you're mm-hmm. black, right? So everything made sense all of a sudden. Like it's like, oh my god, it makes sense. So long story mm-hmm. short, I went and grabbed all the kids from the projects where I lived, right? Yeah. And we, you know, there was like a playground in the middle of the projects. And so I gathered them all together and I was like, look, and you got to imagine this is a kid in the third grade. So in the third grade, you're like, what, eight years old, seven, you've eight. Been a leader. You've been a leader. <laughs> was this? this was so funny is I, I, you know, got all these kids together and I'm like, yo, I got a, I got an announcement to make. Okay. There's going to be some changes in my life. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to treat you different. So I hope you don't treat me different. You know what I mean? But I need y'all to know this because I'm about to make some changes. I don't know what changes I was going to make at eight years old, but I was going to make some changes. I don't know. Yeah. So, so anyways, so I gathered them around. I said, look, 
I just found out Hector's not my real dad. My real dad is black, right? And I threw my fist up and I was like, yo, so that means I'm black, right? So no one looked surprised, right? Everyone looked at me like, what? So then my boy DeAndre, which is this big, really big fat brother, right? Was eating sunflower seeds. He spits the sunflower yeah. seeds out and he looks at, he's only like nine years old, right? And he looks at me and he goes, spits out sunflower seeds. He goes, nigga, you stupid. We already knew you was black. And they all walked away. Right. Everybody was like, ah, like my big announcement was nothing. I was the first black dude in history to come out of the closet as being black. And no did one did you cared. know that, but did, did you know that though? No, I didn't know. My mom told me. You know what I mean? My mom was the one that had to tell me because I didn't know because I thought Hector was my dad. Hector wasn't my dad. So obviously, Will, uh, wherever he was at in the wind, <laughs> will you? <laughs> um, did you ever get so, in touch with this? We're gonna was kind of a serious question. Did you ever get back in touch with your dad? Yeah, that's a that's a show for another day. That's a whole that's another show. show. Okay. But okay. my point is, is that even before I knew it, stereotypes were already put on me. People were already yeah. calling me names. People were already assuming things about me, including within my family. And I didn't even know. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm saying, how powerful stereotypes are and how immediately when I knew who I was, I immediately believed things about myself. Right. Like I was yeah. like, oh, that must be why I like to dance. Right. These, it was kind of silly, mm -hmm. but like these were the thoughts in my head at that age was like, oh, that makes sense. I like to run. I like to dance. I like to play basketball. Of course. I I'm like black. to rap. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, of course, I'm black because I like these things. I said that's exclusively mm -hmm. a black thing. Right. And so mm -hmm. my point is, is this is it? Look, yes, to some degree, stereotypes are they're based in reality, right? They're based in some form of truth. But at the end of the day, here's the truth. You know what I mean? Black people are not criminals. White people are not the devil. Asians are not just these exotic, non-driving people. You know what I mean? Mexicans are not or thieves have COVID and or, or race. Yeah. Right? And, you know, and rapists and murderers are me Mexicans. You know what I mean? Like uh, Islamic people, uh, you know, people, Islamic people or Middle Eastern people are not terrorists. Right. Yes, there have been people within those ranks that have done certain things, but that is not the definition of those people. And so yeah. the sooner that we realize that, you know, we can look beyond because no one, even one person is one thing like Melian, you're you're more than just like you're not just a Vietnamese girl, like you're a woman, you're a mm -hmm. business person, you're you know, what I mean, like there's so much more to just you. So how can there not be more to your people is mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah. And so as we move forward, this is what I hope. And I hope those of you who are listening to this show, who tune into the show, that you grow with us and, and rock with us because we're not always going to say the right thing. Sometimes we are going to fulfill in your eyes what you think is a stereotype. Right. But mm -hmm. I'm telling you, hold on, because there's so much more to us than what's at the surface. Yes, I talk very country when I get excited. I use a lot of slang and whatever, but I am very articulate. I am extremely intelligent and I, I can hold a conversation about most topics, you know, pretty intelligently. Right. Um, there's a lot more to all of us. Sheree Marlene is a genius. Like she's crazy smart, you know. And so I, I'm saying grow with us and understand that, like, I don't want just black fans and listeners i don't want just latino or asian or or you know what i mean i want white people i want everybody to to be Even down with this revolution. Wise, like not just race age wise as well yeah, age. the the truth about why i called it the revolution is because we should constantly be trying to revolutionize our minds 
the way we think, the way we, you know, believe the way, you know, because the only way to grow is to constantly be open to change. And part of that is changing yeah. things that we were, even though we were taught since we were young, you know, adapting and, and changing those different pre, you know, preconceived notions that we have about people. You know what I mean? Because that's how we become better. That's how we understand each other better. And that's how this world, beca because even, you know, like we say, you know, for the children, if it ain't for no, well, you know, yes, for the children, but for me, damn it, I want to enjoy this world while I'm here and enjoy the yeah. people I'm around and not have to worry that when I go someplace, people are looking at me a certain way because of how I look. Exactly. Or treating you, not even just looking at you, treating you a certain way because of how you look. Yeah, because I'll say this last thing real quick, because, you know, I know we're winding down. But look, I literally have been for the most part, I mean, at least in my mind, I'm an upstanding citizen. Right. <laughs> um, I've worked with, you know, community based organizations with churches. I've been a minister. You know, I've done a lot of great things in my life. And so but like literally uh, a couple of months ago, I had a lady I was getting into elevator and she clutched her purse before she got in the elevator with me. She was scared mm -hmm. to get in the elevator with me. And I'm like, wow, you know what I mean? Like it, mm -hmm. it just, it, it boggled my mind that, you know, she really believed enough to clutch her purse and think twice. Cause she thought twice about getting in the elevator. And the only reason she did is cause someone else did. So she was like, oh, I'm safe. As, as if, if I was a, a murderer, I was going to be like, oh, someone else got in. I can't kill her now. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. So it's just, it boggles my mind that people really believe that strongly, like in things and I think that's what we experienced in this last four years of the division is that we believed in things that weren't true, right? About mm -hmm. giant groups of people instead of judging everybody as an individual. Exactly. So, yeah. So in the meantime, you know what I mean? H having this platform, first of all, Jay, thank you so much for allowing me to be part of the revolution. We're winding up in our third week. It's been amazing so far. Shout out to Cherie, our other co-host. But having this platform, you know, has also give given me the opportunity to, you know, shed light on what's going on in the Asian community and the racism, racism going on. And like I mentioned before, I love my black people. I feel like my my husband's probably going to be black, my kids, you know, so I definitely don't want any of this division going on. But, you know, the stuff that's going on as far as like racial attacks towards the elderly Asians, like I want to put at least shed light on it, see what we can do, speak up, speak out against it. You know what I mean? So thank you for this, allowing us to have this combo about it as well. No, it's all of it. Now I'll say this because we're about to wind down. Uh, look, y'all know we want to hear from you. So hit us up at the Revolution Radio Show on Instagram at DA Revolution Radio Show. So like the, the Revolution Radio Show on Facebook. Hit Melion up on Instagram, VH1 Melion. That's M-E-L-I-O-N-E. -E. I'm Jay Love Official. You know, hit up Sheree at Mars Mindset, M-A-R-S-M-I-N-D-S-E-T. Uh, hit us up. We want to hear from you. We want to know what you want to talk about. We want to bring you on the air. We got so many things planned for the future. We thank you for those of you who have been rocking with us. Yada dig because uh, we got so much more, you know, and we want to we want to help you in your journey as you revolutionize your mind, your, your spirit, your money, your finances, your 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 money and finances is the same thing. My bad. Your family. <laughs> you know, what I mean, we want to be a part of your revolution as well. So. As usual, you know what it is, man. It's your boy, Jay Love. This is Melion. This is the Revolution Radio Show on 102.3 FM KCAA. And, uh, you know, we're going to go out. You know my favorite song right now. I'm about to, from a Vietnamese artist. Because I didn't think the Vietnamese artist could sing R&B. I guess I was wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm breaking stereotypes right now. You feel what I'm saying? So, 
ladies and gentlemen please make sure you tune in with us tomorrow we got a special guest we got a we got a uh we got a special artist that's gonna be down with us uh live tomorrow on the show her name is jess norris so you're gonna want to tune in for that all of her fans yo tune in she's really dope she got a new ep coming so with that being said yo reach for your best reach for success but most of all reach for god because god is love and love is everything we're gonna see y'all tomorrow man god bless y'all FM and now 102.3 FM. NBC News Radio, I'm Brian Shook. NASA's most sophisticated rover Perseverance has landed safely on the surface of Mars.